0: Because you know why? Why? Because it feels right. It feels right. Legendary.
1: Certain days, so you can like have them ready to go. Uh, this is kind of new.
0: We usually just record one, but we just we just talked to Brandon French because you know he's.
2: A- hey, hey, Sam! Did you know that at MLP Daytona that you you got me a sandwich from the players lounge and gave it to me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay
2: yeah. <laughs> fire, yeah.
1: Fire, I was, I was, yeah fire firehouse subs over there there you go okay just making sure right of the players there was sure. like a makeshift players lounge on like a wednesday
2: it was that's exactly right i probably just could have walked in there and got it but it was very nice of you to uh to grab a so sandwich sam
0: <laughs> sam how's how's the experience been with uh with pro pickleball so far mlp has been
1: kind of the Kind of the
0: main, the main thing you've played, but yeah, what's it, what's like it been two like? two
1: MLPS and one PPA, and like yeah, the MLPS are really fun, way better than the PPA's. Like, are I'm on one of the good, like you know, there's 24 teams. I feel like there's like four or five like awesome teams to be on. I happen to be on one of those. There seems you like you mean just like in terms of like
0: ownership and ownership, like them yeah, taking care of do, you,
1: yeah, yeah, and yeah. then uh, uh, there, you know, there, there's a wide range. There's a wide yeah, range there's, of there's um, 10, ten twelve teams that are pretty good, and there's like five like shitty teams. Totally agree. Yeah. Do you? Uh,
0: yeah, I just feel like there should be some kind of
1: st- there should be some kind of standard
0: amongst yeah. like you know how totally. how owners treat players and what they do. To yeah, care I
1: think of the league team. should should say like, hey, if if you yeah. own a team, you need to pay all the expenses at least, and go at there. least right. right? Yeah, no. if you're
0: yeah you're on a pro pro sports team. The exactly. least they can do is cover cover your cost of getting to the event and stay. Right. It's more people, it's
2: pretty
1: minimal. Yeah.
2: Right. And yeah. I think I think early on that was kind of a selling point is that you you pony up the money and then you don't have to do anything else. So I think that <laughs> yeah. maybe that needs to change uh <laughs> yeah, exactly. as we move forward with this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not
1: yeah, exactly. I'm not like necessarily blaming those owners. I, I kind of put more of it on the MLP group to to put in some like rules, like we we're saying to sure. Going some kind of
2: baseline, yeah,
1: yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cover costs of, I mean, that's that's
0: the bare minimum, right? Just don't have players losing money by going if you're in the Challenger League, which sometimes right. you're in the Challenger League, dollars. you're
1: making and you don't get Not a single, you get $750 or something, yeah, yeah
0: you're, you're losing <laughs> so, money, absolutely. Sam, what are your thoughts? Because obviously, you come from we've from like started, town. right? We're like going, yeah, we're going, right. yeah, this is sorry, yeah. No, so obviously coming from pro tennis, you know, as you can see with like the PPA and the APP and the tours are kind of um, emulating pro tennis tours, right? They have the 250, 500, they're trying to create majors, right? the whole deal, right? Which is they're like, you're also trying to just create from scratch because, you know, in, in tennis, you have the prestige and the history and of everything of the majors. Whereas in pickleball, you're just, you're really just trying to like, create something from scratch and there's not a lot of history and prestige behind it. So it's just another tournament for a player and for a spectator, to be honest. So um, what are your thoughts? And obviously you said you had more fun playing MLP. It's a, it's a better experience. What are your thoughts in terms of where pro pickleball should go? You know, should we emulate pro tennis with tours? Should we be a team-based league? What do you think the best path forward is?
1: You know, I don't know. I, I, that's a it's a tough answer because like you like we've got the PPA, the APP, the MLP. It seems like they're all still kind of like fighting to be like, you know, on top, even though the PPA and MLP like kind of have a merger, even though they still feel like they're very separate to <laughs> me. Yeah. Um, I I guess in my perfect world, I'm not playing like a full schedule like everyone else. I think everyone seems to like the MLP. But the, the PPA and the individual basis of the sport is also really important. I think it'd be cool if they can come to some type of 50-50, or maybe you know it's it's 12 MLP events and 12 PPA, if you want to call it. Um, and you do both both things like that. Because I do think if you polled most of the players as of right now, I think they'd be like, Yeah, I think ML, I think they would say MLP is is more fun. There's more yeah. prize money on the line. The events are maybe run a little better as of right now. But, uh, you know, the PPA will, and the MLP and the APP, they're all continue to get better. But I guess I would like to see a uh, kind of a 50-50 split between MLP and, and one of the other leagues.
0: Yeah, I like that. I don't know. I don't know specifically what their plan is for next year, uh, for whether they're going to up the event amount. I would assume so. They have. I think they're going to have at least two more and yeah. maybe even four more. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But yeah, I, I agree. I think if you pulled most players, that uh, I think uh, I think you'd be hard pressed to find somebody that says they prefer tournaments over MLP. You know, um, but yeah, I, I just think. Viewership wise as well, MLP people just seem to like watching that format better. I mean, as a player, I'm not a huge fan of rally scoring in terms of playing, but it is fun to watch. And with the freeze, like you know, there's always it's always a close game. It's always exciting. Players are are always like more more stoked and amped up than tournament play. So yeah, as a viewer, I'm, very, I'm
1: someone who's like new to the sport. I am 100 yeah. percent all in on rally scoring. I think they should yeah. do rally scoring at across MLP PPA. At your tournament, local tournament, wherever you are, MLP. I think it's awesome. I think it's easy to understand. I like the fact that it, you know, you could be up 20 to 14, and then all of a sudden it's like 2017, 2018, and it gets close. It creates more drama. I think in all sports, drama is good. And um, I'm a fan right now in, in, in Pickleball of like, of trying different scoring formats. Trying, I know I talked to Steve Kuhn last week about, he was talking about maybe putting in like a beep after 40 seconds and the point has to end and I know a lot of maybe players that have been playing pickleball for a long time are against that stuff but even when I played tennis I was on the player council three years I was always pushing for like to make little changes or to at least try them if it doesn't work go back to the old system but yeah you know you always say the NFL every year it's the biggest sport in America at least like yeah they actually make rule changes every year and then the players adapt and if it doesn't work you can make a change so as pickleball is still, you know, it's still new. I think we should be trying different scoring formats, different rules, and things like that to see which is best for for the players and maybe more importantly, the viewership.
0: Yeah, that's no. that's a it's a good point because I don't think we've done I don't think there's been many instances where it's been a test like that hasn't been implemented for like an entire year, for example. Like I like that idea of like let's test it for let's test it for an event. Or yeah. Let's test it for yeah, just just like a short term test, just to give it a go. But I don't think there's been much of that, Adam. Have,
2: do you remember? Yeah, well, any I mean, I, I mean, I I I'm a big baseball guy, and I've been watching the first week of the season, and for they goodness. they have a. I mean they they have a pitch clock now. There's twice as many stolen bases. This is the most uh, the sport with the most tradition out there. So uh, yeah. you you can always be getting better and you always be trying new things. So I think that that is really important, and I think, you know, I mean, it sounds crazy uh, when you say it, but I think a shot clock, maybe a twenty-four second shot clock in pickleball, like you, like Sam said, there's a beep at eight seconds left. Right. You have to, you have to pull some triggers. You you can't dink anymore. I mean, that's kind of cool. Uh, so so I'll like always it. try things. There, there's no reason to just be satisfied with what's happening. Always try to be better.
1: Exactly. If you if you're not trying these things, like. Not pickleball, but all sports, like, yeah. eventually it just gets stagnant and you won't grow. Yeah. No, I,
0: mm-hmm. I think, man, just thinking about how those points would look if there's a, yeah, if there's a beep and then you like have a, to, yeah, right. X amount of seconds to, like, finish the point would be. I mean, it's, 20 it's,
2: I mean, it's yeah. twenty. it's 2018 and a big point in MLP and you hear a damn beep, beep after you've been <laughs> dinking for 15 seconds. And then you seconds, know it's, like, the
1: like serving up. team, you're like, all right, I got to D up for, like, oh, four I, more, I, like, like, I, more shots and the other side yes, I got to make something for happen. For sure. Maybe it's cool. Maybe it's it not. It would create way, crazy.
2: Yeah. It. yeah, it would create some crazy dynamics. And uh, yeah, I mean, try it out. See
0: what happens. <laughs> Who would have thought Steve Kuhn would have a new idea? Right. Exactly. No. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> I every hour of the day. Yeah. Like I said, yeah.
2: I always always call Steve Kuhn Jan Poppy with money.
0: Yeah. yeah like
2: He's an idea man. He's an idea man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what are your thoughts on? Obviously, you know, if you're on the player council for. For tennis, you, you, you're like you're going to be very familiar with a lot of this. Obviously, pickleball is not very not very regulated right now in terms of there's a lot of controversy with with paddles and delamination and getting too much pop on it. You know that's going past too much grit. Uh, there's betting coming into the sport allegedly in May. You know we've heard that I've heard that for the last couple of years now, but we'll we'll yeah. see if it comes in in May. Um, we they're talking about you know PEDs. People using Adderall, people using stuff to last in singles longer. What are your thoughts in terms of kind of the current state of where all of that's at, which is disarray right now and and moving forward and actually growing up into, I don't know, potentially more of a, a, a mainstream sport?
1: Yeah, I definitely have a little sympathy for pickleball in a hole in the leagues that it's it's grown so fast in the last like 12 months, especially it's like they didn't, they didn't have anything in place. Cause what other sport that I, I can't think of another sport that all of a sudden went from like zero to a hundred in in 12 months, you know, so they're all the MLP, the PPA, the AP, they're all kind of trying to make up stuff as they go just because it's going so fast. So that's hard. I do think is when betting comes into the sport, which maybe it does in May, maybe it does in May, 2025, you know, yeah. I hear the same things. That's when you got to say, okay, we have rules. We're not going to call our own lines anymore yeah like there's going to be an umpire calling every line um if you want to test for peds like we need to test for peds if if you want to have a a regulation paddle there's got to be like certain you know dynamics or whatever specs in place uh so i i do think they need to figure out like all maybe all three entities uh, you know, get some very strict rules in place only when it becomes the, when the betting starts, if they're not going to bet on it yet, all right, do whatever. But yeah, betting on the line, you got to tighten up the rules and have some strict, uh, some more strict kind of, you know, set boundaries in place. Yeah,
0: no, agreed. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on PEDs, for example? I mean, I don't know how is, is Adderall a banned substance for ATP?
1: Yes. Yes. And no. So you can take, it's called a TUE, a therapeutic use exemption, and take Adderall. I don't think you should be allowed to take Adderall in tennis, but who can't get a doctor to be like, oh, this guy is ADD. Everyone in the world has ADD. It's so easy to to get that. So, you know, that's one that I feel like should be banned. But, you know, the people that take that stuff always seem to be one step ahead of the regulators. If they ban Adderall, someone will just go knock Adderall that kind of does the same thing. So, yeah, you know, you can, these therapeutic use exemptions, I've taken them before when I played tennis, you might, you know, I threw my back out and you would go to a doctor and they would give you a a steroid, but it would be like a very strict, you're on it for eight days of like a one pill, two pill, three pill, four, three, two, one for your back. But you have to, it's multiple doctors looking at it. Um, I don't think Adderall should be used in any sports. um, but yeah, you know, it feels you gotta, like in,
0: in pickleball specifically, it's uh, where it's, where you have long, long points and you have to stay so focused. It feels totally. to me, to me, it feels like probably the, the strongest PED that you could take in terms of
1: performance enhancing. I agree. It's like tennis at the grand slams. So you have a four or five hour match. Yeah. Very helpful to be on Adderall and pickleball. Although it's different, it's the same because if you're, you know, especially in, in singles, like. You're playing four or five times during the day. You kind of got to be locked in for an eight, nine hour period during the day. Yeah. Same with doubles, same with mix. Like, I guess you can argue it. Yeah. And that is a big advantage um, if if you're mentally engaged based on, you know, these, these Adderall. So I, yeah. I would be very much in favor of all of Pickleball banning Adderall. And it's that would just make a like, lot of it's, it's, make a lot of people upset. Yeah, tennis. Yeah, <laughs> no, tennis no.
2: and pickleball. I mean, it's it's patterns and pattern recognition yeah. and staying and staying focused for long periods of time. It's like literally to a t what Adderall helps you with. So yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. I think those are two two of the bigger sports where
1: it's a huge advantage: tennis and pickleball. Totally agree. It should be it should be banned. Get rid of those those therapeutic use exemptions.
0: <laughs> hey Sam, so how how are you feeling? So you got picked up in the challenger draft how are you feeling in terms of level um is it where you expected to be at this point uh playing mlp and what's kind of your outlook moving forward and kind of goals goals moving forward
1: so I, I feel like i've gotten a lot better from mesa to to daytona a couple of weeks ago especially the mixed yeah. doubles for the most part the you know in december january february i was i was practicing men's doubles i live i yeah. live near Westboro. so you guys know like we've been practice a lot. We're going to play events outside MLP. And that's kind of what the majority of my practice was like. So I actually felt comfortable in the men's doubles and in, in Mesa, like Stefan and I went two and one, um, in the doubles and in mixed doubles, I felt uncomfortable in Mesa. Like, as you guys know, it's like, I I didn't quite grasp the, um, the concept of like, you need to be an alpha and get 80% of the court. And so, in Daytona that clicked for me because I had practiced a bunch of mixed doubles. My partner, Amanda and I, we went one and two, but we had match points in the two matches we lost. We were, we we're this close to going three and zero, oh, So I felt like very comfortable in the mixed doubles. Um, singles is probably where I feel most comfortable, even though I've only, I don't really, I haven't played that much single. Just I think coming from tennis, that's what naturally trans translates over easiest. Yeah. But um I feel like I'm getting, I'm getting better. I'm, I probably thought I would be like better at this point, but I do feel like in the last like six months because the sport is like grown, like more and more athletes have come in more and more, like better players are in the sport now. So it's, it's just much more competitive. And I, I feel like now I know what I'm doing. If I miss a shot, it's like, ah, you know what? I, the grip was here or my body movement was here. Now I just need to execute on these moves. I feel like, yeah. you know, in the mixed and the doubles, I know, I know what the plays are. It's just doing the repetition and practice and executing on them now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and on that point, what, like, yeah, what, I guess, or how motivated are you to, to get to the top of the pro game? Is it something that you're doing just, just for fun because you're already able to compete at that level? Or is it something where you actually are hungry to, to get to the top?
1: It's a little bit of both. So I'm, you know this year i'll probably play 12 events six being mlps and six other events uh you know mostly kind of near my hometown so or in southern california i'll play us yeah. open next week and a couple others but so i'm not playing a full schedule which will make it tough for like ranking wise yeah. and whatnot to get to the top but i am practicing essentially every day when i'm home that i can so i i'm i'm hoping that my level will actually be higher than my ranking or what my duper shows. Sure. And people will kind of recognize like, Oh, you know, he doesn't play a full schedule, but like he is good. And he's someone to, to look out for. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I see it right now. That could change you know, in six months. I could be like, you know what? I'm like, I'm loving this. This is fun. I may be willing to travel a little more and play more yeah. events. But as of right now, like that's kind of where I'm at.
0: Yeah. And outside outside of pickle right now, um, obviously not playing tennis anymore. What what are you doing outside for uh just obvious you're a dad as well? Are you any other ventures that you're working on?
1: No, I mean, yeah, like you said, I have a three year old and a one year old. I'm outside of playing pickleball, I'm doing other pickleball stuff, like trying to get some some pickleball like a TV show off the ground, um constantly looking at, you know, basically like business decks that you got like kitchen and pickle. Yeah rally, all those things. There's a few kind of, I live in Southern California popping up or trying to pop up here. So looking to maybe get involved in in one of those, I'm going to South Carolina next week to do like a pickleball exhibition, um, in, in Bluffton. Um, I've done a few other like pickleball talks, corporate things. So I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, You're a pickleball I'm, guy. Yeah, as you know, like these—it's <laughs> these so hot right now. There's like yeah. a million opportunities that seem to pop up every week. And um, I went to the pickleball so slam over on. the weekend with with Mac and Chang Andre, and I was practicing with those guys the last few months because I feel like you know the overwhelming majority of people that are playing pickleball or watching pe- pickleball, like came from tennis. Yeah, and so just by chance, I'm kind of like the the bridge between it. So I feel like. I'm getting a lot of people, you know, kind of asking questions going through me. So I, my day is consumed with like just pickleball in general. <laughs> I love it, which I like. I wake up every like I don't miss tennis right now. I wake up every morning like pretty excited to like see what pickleball things are going to come today. Or you know, I've on social media like my wife and I are making funny videos. We'll like spend yeah. time making like pickleball videos and stuff like that. And so I'm, I just like everything involved in pickleball right now. I love it. On talking about the pickleball slam, that
0: was a, that was a big deal over the weekend. High viewership. Um, Yeah. A lot of people tuned in and of course they tuned in because you're watching tennis greats. Um, But the fact that they were playing pickleball, I I found it really, really fun to watch actually, because the pickleball level was good enough to where, And there was enough translation of like seeing their tennis strokes to where it was really intriguing in my opinion. And I just loved how, I think Chang took it more serious than anybody. He was he was so stoked. But what was uh, so you you played with those guys, worked with them, you know, interacted with them over the weekend? What was their take and feel on
1: everything? Yeah, they. I mean, I've been I'd hit with Chang a handful of times prior to the event in the weeks. I'd hit with Andre a few days before. I hit with McEnroe. and so I kind of knew all their levels and i thought the event was great i thought their their play was good enough that it wasn't it wasn't just like a celebrity match where they were bad like they were entertaining especially McEnroe. the level was good the viewership was awesome and i hope they do more of them i know when i was in yeah. daytona a lot of the a lot of the pickleball players would be like why aren't we paying, playing in this or you know they would be critical of the, of the level that they watched because yeah the level maybe they did a lot of things incorrect but i feel like as a as a professional pickleball player, you should be watching that and cheering for it as hard as you can because if it's successful, they're going to do another one. And you never know, maybe the next one they do it's Venus and Serena, and they're going to pick two pickleball pros to play with them. Yeah. Or they're going to have, you know, four ex female athletes play and they're going to do an undercard next time with, with four pros. So I do feel like the pickleball world, especially the pros, should be cheering for these events um, as much as they can, because that's only going to bring more opportunity for them to get involved in these things.
0: No, hundred percent. I just appreciated the fact that it it felt like they were actually all competing and it wasn't just this cheese dick exhibition type thing. So it it was, it it wasn't for
1: charity. I liked that they were playing for like real money and it was big money on the line.
0: Yeah. I mean, they cared for
2: sure. (laughs) I mean, John McEnroe's just the greatest. I mean, I, I only saw like a handful of points, but the one point he goes for the angle. He finally takes one out of the air, but his feet are in the kitchen. I, and then he free, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just so good great. stuff. I mean, I, it's just so I had practiced
1: with him the Tuesday before in L.A. And we probably hit for hit, hit for a minute up in the middle. He's like, all right, let's play singles points. And every time he missed the ball, he'd stand there with the hands on the hips. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> usually Usually fire off an F word. Oh, yeah. And just like stunned, of, like, how could I ever? I've been playing tennis. How could <laughs> I miss that ball? Just, but it's an, it's an organic reaction. Like, yeah, that's it. oh, it's yeah. real. It's that's real. Like, it's Yeah, it's not for a show. He's generally mad about stepping on a kitchen line or missing a dink. And that's, yeah, it's like, that's I can't believe it. So, that's what makes him <laughs> so great. Yeah.
2: The, I can Salmon? just see the hands on the hips.
0: He's always posing with the hands on the hips. It's so, <laughs> it's like, good. It so great. <laughs> Sam, I know you said you had to get rolling. I go, I go a few more.
1: I go eight thirty-five.
0: All right, sweet. Um, out of out of any of the out of any of the players on the tennis tour, who do you think would who do you think would come over to pickle and and be outside of sock and right. the guys that already play a fair amount, uh, who do you think would come over and have their skills translate best?
1: Um, I think on the single side, like a like a Gail Monfie. Um, I'm trying to think of some other, like, dude's a freak. Yeah. I think he'd, be, I,
0: he'd be so good at singles. Guys so that strong. like are yeah.
1: entertaining later like, to like sick athletes on yeah. singles, I think would be, would be great. Um, on the, on the double side, it's hard on the, for the guys. I can't, no one, like, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head on the woman's side. I do feel like, a, I mean, pick your girl out of the top hundred. And I think they could come over and make a splash on the. Women's pickleball tour much easier than on the men's side yeah i feel like it just translates a little easier um you know especially in, in singles the girls don't come to the net as much it's more like rallying from the baseline so i i think a lot of the the male tennis players even if they think they can come over to pickleball like it would take them time but i i do truly believe that you can pick a handful of the female tennis players pop them in pickleball and within a three to six month period like could be very relevant yeah what about I
2: that i don't I, I don't watch tennis much anymore but what about that like the the yans lady like doesn't she just like slice and dice and hit drop shots and have an awkward game door, yeah yeah right exactly is is that a thing for guys anymore did any guys play that way uh In tennis? like it like like, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. like like santoro
1: style no yeah like no they don't i've actually talked nobody, about this
2: yeah
1: you know generally with people like if you take every good young player like Alcaraz, Fritz, yeah. pavlov yeah. you know, whether it's like Kochnov, Rublev, every young good player hits the serve at 135. They hit the second serve at 110 <laughs> and they rip the ball from the forehand and the backhand side and they have no fear. There's not right. one guy that plays like that unique kind of like Santoro style game, which is a little bit of a bummer because it was fine to, fun so to fun. have those, you know, those different styles back in the day. Like, hey, this guy serves in volleys. This guy has a, a finesse player. You you don't have everyone is just six four and hits the ball right. as absolutely as hard as they can. <laughs> 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 and it's kind of scary. Yep. I mean, I kind of was on the backhand. I would play doubles a lot with Steve Johnson at the end. And if you're playing doubles and like Stevie missed the first serve and same with me. Like he did a second serve and like Rubilev be hitting a return, you're at the net. You're just like So hard. (laughs) which is also going back to pickleball like the delaminated paddle thing i hit with one the other day oh it's It's the craziest thing i've ever like they got to get rid of that too like i don't want to be at the net when someone has a high forehand with a one of those delaminated paddles i'm just going to turn my back because yes it's pickleball but i don't want to get hit with a pickleball in the face at 100 miles an hour
0: yeah. Turn no, it hip, comes.
2: Turn your back or turn your hip. One, you know, one of yeah, the one of the other. Just, yeah, it's got to be figured
0: out because it it comes off so hot. It's 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 so just hot. not the same game. Yeah. All right, we'll let you get out of here, Sam. But thanks for uh, thanks for catching up, dude.
1: Yeah. Thank you, guys. That was fun. All right, we'll, we'll do it again you guys soon. In, um, will you guys will you guys be in Naples at the U.S. Open?
0: I I will. Adam,
2: you going? Uh-huh. I'm still 100% I'm not 100% sure yet. So okay. Ken Ken Herman wants me to to help out with this this AP this like next gen national team thing and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it. That's a long-winded
0: way of saying I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we well, I'll see you there. We'll we'll be there in a Yeah,
0: way. we'll we'll get some games in. All right, Who sounds are you playing good. I'm playing with uh, Ryler DeHart and then DeHart and then Susanna Barr. Nice. I'm one and zero oh against oh. DeHart. You go ahead. <laughs> Who are you playing just with? Just just I'm playing with Wes.
1: <laughs> Okay, sweet. So, and yeah, that'll be fun. Next with Judith Castillo-Carbano. Yep,
0: yep. I've seen her play some recently. She uh, yeah. She's a good singles player, too.
1: I saw. I feel like I maybe
0: – Red Rock. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe I should just
2: come down there and party and just play non-sober rec games with everyone. I don't know. It feels good. like that's what uh, you would Ryan, be I got
1: Ryan Sherry coaching me all week, so I've got – Oh, you're set. You're set. Beer set.
2: Yes. <laughs> I got to get on that party bus. I got to get on that party bus. We we, yeah, we all need to
0: There will be a party bus. That's a fact. Yeah. All right. (laughs) All right. Appreciate uh, you. Later. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know why? Why? Because it feels right. It feels right. Legendary.